What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hopped LA podcast. My name is Javi. This week, we have a very exciting, exciting guest for you coming to you live from an undisclosed location in Southern California. The very cool <laughs> bar. Like, I, that's the first thing I saw. And when we talked about this, you know, doing this interview, you had mentioned I have a bar. And I thought, oh, okay, you have like a counter somewhere. <laughs> but like, you have a legitimate bar. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Daniela Lopez. Hello, hello. How are you? <laughs> I am good. I am still in my work clothes, so. So yeah. am I. <laughs> um, but thank you for hosting me at this uh, beautiful bar. Now, people can't see, but it's beautiful hardwood. Looks like, you know, stained. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there's a, what was it, American Gothic, but yeah. with uh, Christina Reed. Yeah, with Wednesday in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, how did you guys, what <coughs> made you guys make this create this bar here well i mean i was i always thought that having a dining room is kind of useless because majority of the time is just empty what do you need a big ass (laughs) table for you know right so i was just like you know i'm not big on crowds and i don't really like to go out fridays and saturday nights unless i absolutely have to so i was like why not have a bar like why not you know right and it's a lot cheaper although it could be also very dangerous <laughs> so <laughs> see if i had a bar like this i doubt i'd ever want to leave i mm-hmm. could see why like it's perfect for you you know you get to have a drink at the bar without having to deal with like having to wait for your drink and make it yourself it's right fantastic. right you could be your own bartender and you can be your own, like worst critic also because <laughs> or you could get really like gets to your head and then you go somewhere and you order an old-fashioned and right. just like you can't make it like I make it. That's right. That's but. right. Like I make it. You know what? Fuck this. I'm just going to go home and make this shit at home. Yeah. It's a lot cheaper. Let's uh, go. Now you are working with, uh, working for Evans Brewing. That is correct. Now tell us a little bit about, a little bit about what you do there. So, um, I got hired there six months ago and I'm an assistant brewer there and technically I'm just all over the place. So it's either I'm keg washing or I'm, um, you know, doing CIP, helping with the brew in whatever way. And right now we're focusing on getting this canning line going yeah. and getting cans ready to go and hopefully ready for our opening that is coming up soon. We don't, I don't have an exact date for it, but I mean, people that do follow me on social media or actually follow Evan's brewing company on Instagram, it would be, that's the best way to kind of like know when it's or what's happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I always ask everyone this question, and I'm sure people that listen to the podcast are like really having to ask this again, but I have to because there are people that maybe don't know who you are that are listening to the podcast for the first time and are checking this out. Um, what was it about beer that like got you? Um, honestly, it started a, a while back in a, when it came to me trying my first craft beer. Um, you know, there was really nothing ten. 10 years ago around here that was local you had to go to san diego or up north or just anywhere where there was breweries growing and um i came across uh i was already drinking like newcastle and guinness and stuff like that um but that obviously that was in like local and it wasn't really like considered independent um it wasn't until a friend of mine a roommate of mine introduced me to arrogant bastard and i just became it was um the first one that I became obsessed with 
Did and you like I'm, it right away? I did. I really, really did. And uh, I know that some people were surprised. I like, really, you like them? Like, and it was, it was just, I liked how it settled. And at the end, uh, my palate, I just got different. It was just like amazing <clears throat> flavoring at the end that I was just like really impressed with. And I'm like, where can I get more of this? Is mm-hmm. there anything else that is similar to this? Because when you would go to bars or anywhere else, they had, you know, basic beers on tap. And it was hard to find a good like gastro pub where you could find, you know, variety of good beers. And that's when I, I think I was 21 when I had stone beer. And then that's when it all developed. I also had friends that um, were home brewers. And um, obviously not everybody, uh, you know, in the beginning when you're a home brewer, you're learning and stuff like that. Right. And when your friends are, you know, giving you stuff to try out, you don't know what to look for or what you're tasting but i thought that was really cool and that's kind of like where my interest started and um before i even got into brewing or into the beer industry um i was actually working as a pharmacy tech before and i was doing that for a long time hated it i was like i need to change i can't do this forever Mm because it gets to the point that it's either you just grow in in a hospital somewhere and or you become a pharmacist which i'm not gonna do that Mm-hmm. And uh, the brewery that I actually was here in Sanctum was local. And I it became one of my favorite places to go. It's not just because it's three minutes away, <laughs> which is dangerous. And a very cheap Uber ride. <laughs> yeah. So I just like loved it. And I was like, hell yeah. Like, And, you know, and that's what I like about, you know, small breweries or independent because it's more personal. You get to meet a lot of the people there that work there, and then they just become like friends, and you get really close to them. Hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred. People yeah. don't understand that. Like, it's not. Yeah, we're there to drink, but at the same time, you're here to, you know, cultivate these like relationships with these people. You end up mm-hmm. calling them friends. Yeah. And they just like they don't seem like they they level with you in a sense where like they you come in and it's like hey you know like they greet you they just make you feel like you're hanging out at their house technically, yeah. you know? And so I really liked that. Then the opportunity came, they were interviewing, like looking for another beer tender. And then before I knew it, send my application. Didn't think I was going to get it. Cause I had very uh, little beer knowledge, especially when it came to the terminology. Right. So I was just like, let's see how this goes. And before I knew it, I first interview went well, second got called for the second then they're like, hey, you know what? We got, you got hired or whatever. And I was like, all right. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, this is awesome. And I was over the moon. I was still working both jobs just to make sure, you know, what about if I get hired? And then they're like, yeah, it's not working out. Bye. Right, right. You know? And so I didn't know what I was getting myself into that much. But before I knew it, um, I just became obsessed and I wanted to know more and I wanted to see how more I could get involved. And uh, the one that really kind of took me under her wing was, uh, Natalie that worked there and she's uh, really involved also in the beer industry and uh, she kind of got me better to understand home brewing first and get a field of it before that um, I was just trying to read books and information which I'm terrible at reading books but <laughs> especially because I'm like why doesn't it have any pictures <laughs> and so I'm like more of a visual learner uh, I'm yeah, like no, same here is, same here <laughs> isn't it one of those books like you open and it pops up and has pictures you know and you just follow yeah, it yeah you know that would grab my attention even better you know so since I'm more of a visual learner like I could read everything and I still would be so lost 
So uh, I got to the point that I started to ask my bosses and it took a lot of courage because I was kind of intimidated. And uh, so homebrewing, uh, before I knew it, I was doing it on my own and I was using Beersmith and I was just taking recipes, tweaking them here and there. Right, right. And then bef- then and once I got comfortable, then I started doing more deeper research, like stuff that I liked, I would try to incorporate into a beer. And I would always ask my bosses, kind of give me, my ex-bosses to give me like the rundown and, and kind of like before, if I wasn't sure, I would ask questions and stuff like that. So I was trying to just get uh, doing it a lot. So I would get built that confidence and it was just, you know, five gallon, five to 10 gallons, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and technically I s- kind of stayed very, what my, what they would say boring. Cause I would just like, I'm just going to make stouts and porters. That's my style. But that's what you like. Yeah. And right. so I'm like, I'm the one that's drinking it. All right. Yeah. It's like, fuck off. All right. <laughs> I'm like, and then back then it's not like when you make a hazy, no, <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, but then my bosses kind of pushed me to, okay, you need to like outside the box, think outside the box, do something that kind of like scares you, but you know, try it out, test it out, put your skills to test. And that's when I started to um, really sit down and kind of like think through what would be something. And surprisingly, I just decided to make a blonde, like a basic strawberry blonde. I'm like, oh, I'll make a strawberry blonde. And then that strawberry, that five, I'm sorry, that 15 gallon batch that I made actually did really well in the tasting room. Mm -hmm. And then uh, customers kept telling my ex-boss, like, you need to make like, bigger right and i was like and then it's from that 15 to four barrels and then to four barrels to eight barrels and then before i knew it we were making double batches you know so we were making 20 barrels in one day and it was one of our best-selling beers and it was really selling in la like big time and i was just like over the moon because i was like i made it yeah, yes. <laughs> and uh, to me i like and the thing the, the best part of the, the that i enjoy the most is coming up with names so I love that. that. I love that yeah. aspect of it. <laughs> and if you're like to me, you know, like I'm Mexican. So like I try to I always incorporate like a Mexican name to the beer. And that mm-hmm. one was called La Chica Fresa. So, <laughs> you know, and we live in Pomona. So that really did really well. Right. And if you're, you who doesn't know, you know, I changed it a little bit. But um, I was re- that was something that I was really proud of. And that was actually what motivated me to really no, like not give up and kind of push myself regardless of any obstacles that I come across and uh, cause I mean, it's going to happen. Not everything that you make is going to do well and you have to be realistic to yourself where there's stuff that you have to dump and then, right. and you try and you try it or if it doesn't sell or if it doesn't do well, like it comes down that it's really not about you. It's about the consumer. And um, unless you just homebrew for yourself at home, then you do your own thing. That's totally fine. Um, but I always, Anybody that's been in the industry a lot longer than I have and or owns a brewery or things like that, I always seek out for any advice or help, anything that I have doubts about and kind of get into the right direction. Because there's so many ways to do things. There's it's like there's different ways to skin a cat. So like what might not work for you might work for somebody else. So it's always kind of get a different opinion from different people. And mm-hmm. I think that helps you grow in the industry. Right. That's something that I always uh, I've learned to kind of make myself do. Anytime I go to a brewery and I get to if the brewer's there, like mm-hmm. let myself, you know, what I might. Because, anno- you know, half the time I feel like I don't want to be annoying and ask like these questions that I have because, you know, I know this guy's been in the industry for a lot longer. and It's been brewing a lot longer. Sometimes you get kind of gun shy, like, mm-hmm. should I ask this? I feel like an idiot for asking. But at the same time, like you said, you got to strive to learn more. 
Right. And that's something that I love doing. And so every time I go with my friends, if I end up talking to a brewer, like, oh, Javi, you're just like, you know, trying to show off. Like, no, no, I'm asking this guy a question because I don't know and I want to learn more. This guy makes excellent beer. Like, why wouldn't I want to, you know, sit under that learning tree for like even five minutes? Yeah. (laughs) How do you do it? I was like, and to me, it's just like, it is for, I know, sorry, uh, I'm choking on this delicious beer. It is a very delicious (laughs) beer, by the way. It's the King Blonde. Yeah, the King Blonde. It was really like for an event that they had uh, last weekend. That to me, it's like keep it simple. I'm very traditional when it comes to drinking beers. I don't really get too crazy trying no. stuff. My stomach can't handle. I can't a lot do of sours. Oh, I, I definitely can't I do can't. sours. I, I can do like one or two. Like I went to a sour festival last year, and I by the time I got home, I was like sitting on my couch, mouth agape, just gas, just exploding <laughs> like a yeah. fucking volcano. It was awful. Oh it was yeah, my, awful. I don't think it's my that way. It's I I went to like a bottle share. For that, and I just never again. I was like, "Why?" <laughs> My body is like, "Why do you hate me?" <laughs> but I'm. I just everybody has their own like taste. I mean, there's such a variety of different things that you could try. It takes time for people to find what they like. I mean, I've never really been. I never thought that I would be a lager pilsner style kind of girl to drink that style of beer. And now it's like, do you have a pilsner? And if you do, do give it to do me. You, do you have a picture? Yeah. Just give me a picture of it. <laughs> see, I was the same way, though, because I remember when I first got into craft beer, I was like, fuck all that light shit. Get me the hoppiest thing you got. Give me the an amber or all whatever. Give yeah, just give hops. me every, if you Can you just like, give me hops just straight? Just don't even give me the beer. Just give me the hops. <laughs> um, but then, you know, as, as I learned more and I became a brewer and I kind of grown to appreciate that style yeah now if i see a pilsner i'm like give me give me your pioneer pilsner and i'll figure out if i want to keep drinking here right right yeah to me it's more like people will always go for the craziest stuff and that's totally fine um for me i try to kind of know like why do i like this and i try to break it down for myself you know so i just want to because i mean you're you constantly change your palate changes, you know, right. and so there's some people that were obsessed with IPAs and now they hate them, you know, and then and then you, you never know. Time will pass and then you'll come across a really amazing IPA and then you're just like you'll lose your mind, which I love that. I always love that when someone says I hate this, I don't like IPAs or whatever it is, but then they try a, a example that's really good mm-hmm. and it changes their whole perception. Now they love it. Right. Yeah. I love that kind of shit. I to me, I just like I avoid any beers that really hide away for what the beer for what it is exactly so that when you throw like it, it kind of ends up looking like juice or mm-hmm. a, a color that i'm just like what is not that? into yeah you know or it almost looks like a slushy which i have nothing i know that there's a lot of breweries that are doing a lot of different things and they're playing around with beer and that's totally fine uh but to me it's like oh why are you hating like oh why didn't i'm like it's not that i'm hating it's just that it's not for you yeah i'm not 22 and my stomach can't handle that type of stuff you know (laughs) like i'm just gonna like if i'm i don't want to ruin the rest of my day by drinking something that's going to kill me later and i'm gonna regret it right all that fucking sugar yeah exactly jesus yeah i'm just like this is not beer man like it's it's not and yeah. you could tell me otherwise that's totally fine but to me it's like i want a nice clean crisp like cold beer no that shit I can enjoy. In it. just exactly. give me my fucking beer like <laughs> nothing that's gonna give me the runs later listen I... <laughs> so. cheers to that no here's yeah. the thing here's the thing 
I don't. I'm not hating on breweries in particular. I just slushies to me are just fucking gross. I don't. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I just don't. To me personally, it's like, listen, if I'm going to a bar to have a beer, yeah, I want a beer. Yeah, glass beer. That's it. No fucking ice and sweet gimmicks in there. I'm not at a fucking fair. Well, I was just like, did I step in 7-Eleven? Like, where are we? <laughs> I know. No, I mean, ugh, I'm not. I come off upset, but it's just you know, it. it I just to me, it, it's fucking weird. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It's awesome, man. It's a new thing. It's a new thing. What do well, you not think? really the new thing. What do you think about like? I mean, hazies are still. We all thought that hazies were going to be kind of like a yeah. trendy thing, but it's still it's here up. to stay. Yeah. I to me, like I said, I have nothing against anything in particular. The only thing is, is that, uh, you know, I've worked behind the bar. Also, I was doing that for a while besides brewing also i think that's so important that's such an underrated like position right and it really opens your eyes on because it's like you could make beer all day every day but getting a kind of like an idea of what kind of customers are coming into the brewery and what are they drinking exactly and why are they drinking it you know and Unfortunately for me, like when the whole hazy craze and people said, oh, it's been around for forever, but it was more marketing more towards like the younger crowd. So there's a lot of people that were drinking, but the uh, hazy, hazy IPAs, but not knowing why they like them. But it was because it was a trend. It's a trend. So people just want the new hot thing. And a lot of people didn't know why they were drinking them. Because if I ask, oh, well, what do you look for in a hazy? Why do you like a hazy? And oh, just I... It's because of like the IPA-ish and like, yeah, that's the style, man. But why do you like the IPA? It's, it's juicy, man. Yeah. It's just juicy. Because I'm like, are you looking for something piney? Do you want something like floral, uh, fruity, tropical? Like, what are you looking for? All of those things. And I'm like, yeah, that's, no, or whatever. Next. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, that's the thing. I feel like what, a lot of what we do is educational. And like, uh, I, I listen, I love hazies too. I enjoy them for what they are. But yeah, there's just some people that, you, like you said, like they just drink the beer because either they feel like they have to, or their friends are telling them it's a cool thing to do. So they're like, "Oh, yeah, just drink hazies. That's all they drink are hazies." Right. There's so much more to it yeah. than just that. Oh yeah, totally. Like to me, it's more like nothing because oh, you might. But I'm like, and I, I'm not really. I, obviously, I don't really consider myself a beer snob. People, when someone calls me that, I just laugh just because, I, I it's just because I just I know something and somebody that really doesn't will come across and say oh i'm oh, sorry mrs know it anna and i i honestly i really don't know at all like at all a lot what people think and i just to me it's more like i if i could just share a little bit something with you then mm -hmm. i will but i'm not here to bombard you with unnecessary information especially because if i really don't know then i'm not going to embarrass myself either but i just always tell people at the end of the day it's just beer Right. You know, and so if you're going to just take it to a different level, then I'm not going to hang out with you. You know, <laughs> so it's just like to them, I'm like, because there's just sometimes I'm like, I just, I just want to enjoy my beer. Don't break it down. I don't care. Yeah. We just enjoy it, you know, and that's it. And, and with company. Like, Actually, I was asking my, my next question was going to be like, do you ever find yourself having to like, when you go to a new brewery that you haven't been to before? Do you ever kind of tell yourself like. Daniela, you know what? Shut the fuck up and just drink the beer and relax. Because I can imagine for me sometimes <laughs> I tell myself that all the time because I'll go to a brewery and I go, oh, yeah, it's nice, uh, you know, nice. And, da -da -da -da. and I'll like try to break it down. Mm -hmm. I drink their beer. I'm like, oh, yeah. Da -da -da. I'm like, Javi, shut the fuck up, dude. Just, <laughs> just drink the beer and like and just be in the moment. Right, right. I try to do that. Um, it comes automatically like without me even doing anything. It's just like my mind. 
when you're already in the industry and you know certain things, you're just trying to like you're breaking it down on your own. You're like, why am I getting that taster? What's this? Well, what are they doing? Why is that there? And blah. So it's like I, I get distracted for at, the, at that moment and right. not paying attention to what I'm drinking right then and there, you know. And so like I'm in that mode, and I think everybody's guilty. You know, if you're in the, if you've been in the industry for, or if you brew or you work in the back and you're really um, involved in any way, then you just can't help it. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I think, I think it comes off, if they're not asking you for your opinion, then you just keep it to yourself. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, because yeah. there's some people out there that are, that are just like, well, let me oh, tell you what. This. Yeah, they're like, uh, <laughs> with their, you know, let me put on my glasses. And I'm like, and they become these like annoying beer people. Where nobody's asking you and yeah. nobody cares. Right. And it's like, and then not only that, you're going to be that person. And you don't want to be that person. And especially when the bartender looks at you like, bruh. And you're like, oh, God. Mm. <laughs> and it's to me, it's more like. This is uh, why my, my, all, everything I talk about is like my internal monologue. I just keep my yeah. mouth shut. And I just kind of look around. And yeah. like, <laughs> but your face shows it. Yeah. 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 So because like, your mm, face shows it, nah. I'm like, to me, I'm like, I'm not saying anything, but my face shows it. So it's like, it's kind of hard to hide it in some ways. <laughs> I was like, whatever. And to me, it's always interesting. The only time I always, I mean, my only thing is that um, for somebody like me, especially because, uh, you know, as a woman in the industry, and uh, I think it's uh, my my intake on beer has always been darker beers and ordering beer as a girl. And that's the kind of my go-to. It's always funny how the reaction I get. What do you mean? Do people react weird to that? Uh, They always assume that like if I'm with my husband or whatever, or, or another friend and is a guy, they're going to assume that that beer is going to be for him, but not for me. So like, what is that? I, don't, I, I never, I never understood I, that. Honestly, thing. I that is one question that's always floating in my head. Like I never, and I know I probably have asked, like why, why is that? Right. You know, and actually, they always think that IPAs are like has always been more attractive to a, for a woman, and I would, I've never really am a big IPA person. The right. Only time I think I've got recently, like in the last two years, uh, depending like if it's dry hopped and depending what kind of hops you throw in there. I'm going to be kind of, th- you know, drawn into th- that beer. Right. But for the most part, I just like very full body, like amazing mouthfeel at the end where I'm getting that dark chocolate, nutty taste. Because, I, I mean, besides Stouts and Porters, which is not significantly different, um, I'll drink a good brown. See, that's what I see. I see a lot of women <laughs> order browns and stouts. They always get for the darker beers. I, I, that's all I ever see most and, of the time. And it's, but it's always shocking to me the, the face that I get or the look or the response when I order that beer. And I'm like, okay, like, all right. Has, I don't know what to, to say to that. Has <laughs> ever like gotten the point where you're like, you know what, dude, just fucking give him a beer. Yeah. <laughs> has it ever yeah. gotten to that? Uh, I've gone to like, no, you're not going to like that. Let me, let me, you'll like this better. And I'm like, you're telling me what the fuck I like. Yeah. I was like, yourself. you're ordering for me. I'm not asking you that. I was like, I'm telling, I know what I want. And oh, so the, it's happened to me. And I, there was points where the, the guy was being so complicated and I was getting like <laughs> aggravated and I was just like, I'm about to walk out of here. <laughs> I, I told you what I wanted. Yeah. Just give it to me. He, he gives me like this double IPA and I'm just like, I am. And I and I told him no, man. Oh, he's like, I I know what you're gonna like. And then he pours it for me, just oh, gives it to me. I and then I was like, and I was like, does that ever even work for you? Does that really work for you? Because uh-huh. I would love to see that. Yeah. You know, like the magician behind the bar. You know. Right. And so I was like, 
no. So I, you, everybody has a different response. I was like, oh, you know, there was a point where girl beer, whatever you want to call it, um, there was a they were aiming like certain styles for just for women, and I was like, if you're if you're looking more like a lower ABV or something lighter of a style, then it's then you're saying that's even men like girl beer. Like I never understood that concept. I never understood what where was that coming from necessarily. And I think that certain in, uh, beer companies were trying to aim women to drink because it was always towards more for men. Because you don't you didn't see for a long time women being big on beer, right? Know? Right. And so it's so different now. The variety, and especially with craft beer, is so different, and the selection is insane. Where there's something for everybody. Even if you were never a beer drinker, you'll come across a certain style that it will blow your mind. So it's just kind of like, uh, kind of being open minded when you want to try new things. And so to me, it's always been like that especially now if you want to work with certain beer styles or you want recipes itself like you want to just play around and see what what's the next thing for you what what makes you comfortable and what you want to work with before you you know take it to the next level of whatever you want to make you know Mm -hmm. so also to me it's always like i always tell people just find out for yourself you know or if you have the courage to ask your beer tender that's why it's always important that breweries educate they're, you know, people that are working behind the bar. A hundred percent because it, there's not, there's no worse feeling than like going to a, a brewery and saying, Hey, uh, you know, I really like that IPA. You, uh, what hops were in it? And they're like, Oh, I don't know, man. I just, I just work here. I just, I just pour the beer. Cool. Thanks pal. <laughs> and that's so sad because that, that hurts the, the business also. Right. So you need, I mean, I'm, you don't want to also like bombard your employees with all this information. You know, you want to keep it simple. Uh, to the sense that they can remember or leave information, you know, behind the bar that they could look at. Uh, because it was like that all the time with me where I was working behind the bar and uh, I would, did you know why this? Well, also because I was making the beer. So that only made sense. So it's like, oh, what kind of hops did you guys throw in this beer? So you know, same, but yeah. I knew. And then I was just like, okay, I need to educate you guys yeah, on yeah. some of this stuff. So I always try to, even though I was sometimes, even though if I was participating or on doing things, I sometimes would forget. And so I would be like, this is embarrassing. Like, I was telling my boss, like, they have to know the information because how are you supposed to sell the beer if you do not Don't, know? Yeah, yeah. You know, the basics. It's like, uh, just knowing what's the difference between an ale and a lager and stuff like that. Because people are like, I want an ale. Well, majority of the beer that we have on tap are ales. ales yeah. So what are you looking for? <laughs> <laughs> like, is that, but so, so people don't know that. And then you have to educate also the people not to come across like, you know, dicks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you want to do it in a way where like you're not you're being a smart ass. But not, yeah. Not, but see, that's, that's where I, I sometimes, sometimes, once in a while. I'm usually really good about that. But once in a while when I get someone's like, so I don't like beer. So what do you recommend? Okay. You don't like beer. Awesome um water you yeah. know and like but I, I try really hard to kind of keep that in sometimes <laughs> it peaks out a little bit i, I sometimes um, i would be like that also but that is if i was just already in a bad mood yeah or, or so i was just like already annoyed by these questions where it was like like the if it was younger people like if if you're coming into the brewery you're 23 years old 22 oh what do you have something like um i like to drink stella like what do you have similar to stella and i was like well, 
here's a cup. You go to the restroom, you pee, and you just scoop it up with your cup, and then you go. That's equivalent to Stella. And then I was like, oh, and I, the guy was just like, oh, and I was like, come on, dude, seriously. <laughs> and then, I, then I, I would be, but that's because there were guys. So yeah, yeah, to me, you I was kinda, just like, yeah. yeah. And so we got to go, you know, I could get a good laugh out of that. And they were laughing and everything. He's like, oh, and then, then I'm like, you know, man, let me, then I would tell them, okay, I'll introduce them to a logger. You know, if we have a logger or if we had a Pilsner. And so then I would, you know, give them that and, um, they, they would love it. So it just depends. And to me, it's just like, you just have to have a sense of humor and you have to just be patient um my my favorite thing right now it's the whole gluten like there was a point that oh you have gluten free oh well, yeah yeah and I that's was the like, thing I've, I've been asked that before and, and i'm like, like oh do you have a gluten allergy no oh so then you could drink beer right like right but there's just i mean there are people that are legitimate but there are others that are just being but that's a small number yeah. yeah and i was like yeah. you know that that's not like a calorie low calorie beer right yeah, it's you just... know that <laughs> so i was like it's just like ciders it's like ciders are just as bad as regular right. beer because of all the sugar that's in that you know depending how you're making and what you're using to mm -hmm. make these and it's very complicated to make also this is such a pain in the ass um but yeah do you feel like craft beer has evolved in terms of being more inclusive and a little more kind of open since you started what do you mean open? What, what, like, like, because the, a lot of what I hear about when I go like, for instance, beer Twitter, which is a <laughs> fucking, I love, I love beer Twitter sometimes. It's really <laughs> funny. But a, a big thing that I see a lot of uh, the craft beer associate, uh, the Brewers Association really kind of pushing is diversity, the need for diversity in craft beer. Do you feel like there is a diversity problem in there? I think what the problem is, um, it's uh, women being intimidated. Um, I don't think it's really uh, people that are in the, that own breweries or brewery workers don't want women to be part. It's more like they're not going to come to you. You have to come to them. And if you really want to be part of the beer industry, you really have to um, take in what if you really want it, you have to show it. And it's not like you're just going to walk into a brewery and they're like, they're just going to put you back there and you're going to start brewing. Right. Uh, another thing that I get asked, I did like, um, I was in the platform, like they out in LA and I did something, talked to like a group of people in the industry and they were t asking me that. And I go, look, uh, I think people have an idea what it is to work in a brewery and it's probably not even close. Right. And so it's like a lot of it is a lot of cleaning, like a lot of cleaning, like a glorified janitor. Yeah. And so I was just like, you just really need to get it like start small and you have to move up. You're going to probably like if you want to work at a brewery, they take you on. You're probably going to be keg washing forever until like you move little by little. You yeah, constantly that, have to be involved somehow in order for you to like be taken seriously. And actually like show that you're interested exactly. because people like will say, hey, I want to brew. Like, for instance, like my friends, like uh, when I first started home brewing. You know, you have your friends are like, oh, yeah, I'll totally help you homebrew for sure. And then they come over and just start drinking. And they're like, and you're the one that's Doing <laughs> throwing everything in PBW. Yeah. Yeah. And you're the one sanitizing. It, and you're looking at your friends. And they're like, oh, yeah, bro, we're totally helping. And, you know, on their yeah. Instagram stories, we're totally helping brew beer. Yeah. But you're yeah, the one yeah. doing all the fucking work. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yep. I feel like a lot of it is, yeah, you, you, it's it's one thing to fucking say you want to be a brewer. But it's another yeah. thing to get back there, rolling right. up your sleeves and really like. Yeah, it's it's more like, are you just saying that or have you really given it a try? Right. You know, so that it's more like, 
I always tell people you have to like um, really on your own do it mm-hmm. and see if you really want to do it because once you get in there you get the like a reality check of what it is 100%. and uh, to me it's like it's not always glamorous you're gonna have days where you're just like overwhelmed get stuck mash uh, or fucking <laughs> or everything's just going wrong you know your pump breaks yeah. mid transfer like happened to me like on a friday night and i was told <laughs> this would be an easy brew shift i'm like fuck yeah dude friday night <laughs> I remember I had like a half a beer sitting on sitting on on my little stairs as I'm like looking at my like, why is this transfer going so slow? And I realized my fucking pump broke. I think oh. you were there that day. I think you came to visit that day. Oh, was it? Oh I think God. that was that day. I was like, yeah, my pump's going Did slow. Did I said it was me? I screwed up that day, huh? I should have not showed up, man. You would have been just fine. <laughs> well, you get those days, but oh, the, yeah. it's 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 something I think I brought up uh, my last interview I did with uh, Zach Johnson with uh, Trustworthy. It's one of those things that. People think that, like, have this idea of being a brewer is, like, you get up in the morning and you open the garage door and the sunlight just hits the fucking fermenter and then you just walk up the to the bright tank. Yeah, birds are chirping. <laughs> you, have a, you have a bird on your shoulder and a deer following you inside the brewery and you open that, you know, you get, you get that little valve and you pour yourself a little taster and you just look at it. You just look at the beer through the sunlight and you're just like, God damn, yeah. being a brewer is awesome. It's a miracle right But here. no one knows. That's yeah. like you said. It's like 80% cleaning. Yeah. Another twenty percent cleaning, and then a five percent actually drinking. I don't yeah. know. We'll, well people it out. like everybody thinks that that's what you're that you do. It's like you're drinking all day, and I'm like, no, dude, like not even close. Yeah. And even then, I probably don't even drink at all. <laughs> Sorry, all day. So it's like to me, it's I always I'm very brutally honest when it comes to you know it's not all glitz and glamour, you know, in the industry. But it's it's you will come across certain people that are just total douchebags you know when i have you don't have to look at me when you say that daniela yeah. i know who you're talking about <laughs> but it's I, fucking rude all right <laughs> i just you just have to have really thick skin and um I, I and i always get so much hate when i say this but it's so true and you have to understand as a woman we're not built the same way as a man men are always going to be a lot stronger physically so you really have to prove yourself and and it's not going to happen overnight I mean, to where how I was years ago when I started to now, it's like, it's crazy. My strength has changed a lot and things that I could do now, I never thought I would be, you know, you're, I'm lifting like 55 bags over my shoulder, you right. know, and it's like, okay, we're, uh, let's just say I'm doing a to- total of 26 bags, you know, and the mill is kind of like a little bit high. So I kind of tippy toe on top of that. So it's just a lot of physical work and you sweat, dirt. My hands are so There's yeast under looking. your fingernails, probably. Oh, dude, I, I feel like it's the people are like, oh, do you work in cars or something? And it's like, my hands are just so gross. You yeah, know? no, same same here. Yeah, so you can't, like, you can't do that whole, oh, your nails, your makeup, which I absolutely love that I could just literally, if I want to just roll out of bed, just brush my teeth and go to work, I could totally do that. Right. Which I love, you know, and I do love physical work. So that's another thing that I always tell people, like, if you're really up for the task, like, it's majority, it's all physical. You're technically, like, 90 percent you're wa- you're on your feet walking you around yeah. you're running to this fermenter or you're doing this yeah. or doing that yeah yeah it, totally it's, it's also very it could be very dangerous you know if you're not careful a lot of people i've seen you know obviously when you you know you see those blogs like or on instagram all those pages you know you have worst beer blog or uh, grits and glory uh, and, stuff uh, like that. and wart wrangler or like, yeah just- you see all the stuff that people do that's just like what 
I mean, it's funny, but at the same time, you're learning because yeah, like, I don't want to do that. Let's not do that. Yeah, it's like big time. Don't do that. <laughs> see, my 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 heart breaks whenever I see it's a video of like someone that's trying to dry hop something and they don't lower the pressure and the thing just explodes oh, and yeah. jumps all that beer <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Uh, and you're just watching it it's like slow motion and i could hear like a really sad song in the background yeah. <laughs> and like i don't know about you but i react to it like viscerally if i'm like in i'll, I'll be in the you know in the, in the morning i'll be in the bathroom and all of a sudden i'll see it i go oh no god no why oh get buckets everybody pick up a bucket <laughs> oh my god I, you, you always see it with a bucket like try it first and go oh fuck. yeah well, this is, this is i just hey that almost happened to it because it's funny because like the our tanks are like like, uh, you fit about 50 barrels on, yeah. Oh, and so, you, rock climbing, man. If you, or not, yeah. not even rock climbing, what's the other one? Like, uh, yeah, it's rock climbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah like indoor rock climbing. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and so. Uh, I'm not scared of heights. I'm just afraid of dying. So like, <laughs> my boss sometimes will come across. All right, you're gonna dry hop this and blah blah blah. And so like you're, you know, I'm on the scissor lift, and then I'm, <laughs> I have the buckets, and I, you know, I have, all, I'm all, like strapped on it. And I have to like hook myself and jump from one tank to another. And my heart is just like, You're just like, oh. oh, like it's gonna like pop out of my chest. Right. And I'm trying not to die. And, <laughs> and then I always make sure, like, the last time that I was on top of there, I was gonna dry hop. And I was like, wait, did I open the valve or did I not? Is it pressure? <gasps> and I was about to open it. And then I yell, like, uh, try, whoever was there. And I was like, and I think it was my other coworker, like Taylor. And I was like, Taylor. <laughs> Can you check if I open the valve? <laughs> and then he's like, "You're good." And I was like, "Cause I was like, oh, this is gonna suck. And now I have to go like all, all over the way." Again. And I'm just like, "Ugh." So it's just like you have moments like that. It's happened. I've seen everything and any um, not everything. I've been seeing like, um, you know, if if you're not careful opening the correct valves to let out pressure and you're doing certain things, that thing is just going to turn, like, the way you squeeze a can. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, I saw that once. <laughs> and I was oh, just like, uh, man, just... If, if my boss hears it, if I'm not using the proper terminology, <laughs> he's going to be like, really? <laughs> really? And I was like, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I remember your husband telling me that, like, you could tell whether you have a great day in the brewery or a bad day. If there's a Instagram post of you dancing in the, in the, in the, in the back, <laughs> it's a good day. But if you don't post shit, yeah. she probably had a bad day. Yeah. How yeah. do you deal with those bad days? Uh, a long, long bath <laughs> and a really good beer <laughs> and alcohol. <I'm> just <laughs> good bourbon. I, I mean, it's gonna happen. That's that's the thing of being in the industry. There's going to be days where like everything's gonna. It's one thing after another, and you just feel like you just can this day just be over? And mm. and, and anybody that's in the industry is gonna tell you that. I've heard stories from everybody. Successful breweries have their days also. People that have been in the industry forever, um, they also will have their their moments, you know, where I, oh, I had to dump like 50 barrels of beer and I was like, oh my God, my Ugh. heart. You know, I thought 10 barrels was a lot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, when I hear 50 barrels, I'm like, Ugh. you know, and to me, I have moments where like I, I'm on a roll and I doing CIP and then at the end of it I just realized that after I did Sani I ended up rinsing it and I was oh, like oh no and I was like oh, great and it was <laughs> right towards the end I was already on the third tank and I was like towards the end I was like all happy and then I realized I was like on autopilot or whatever yeah and, you just didn't think about it yeah and, and then I just read and I was crying pH strips and I was like to check and then my boss looks at me and he's like what are you doing it's like I'm check oh man <laughs> 
And I was just like, he's like, well, you're going to do it tomorrow. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I was like, I was all out of like CP, CIP. If I have to do one more, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> but I mean, it just depends. Everybody's different. And it comes to handling things. It just depends how you want it. I mean, you don't want to take it home either because it's like right. you don't want to re- ruin the rest of your day. There's some things that are out of your control. So if you can't fix it there, you can fix it the next day. Next day. It's not the end of the world, you know? No one died. As long as no one died and you didn't get hurt, that's all that matters. They were all good. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Now, we're going to wrap things up here. Before uh, I let you go here, uh, what, do you, what are you excited about in 2020? I'm excited to get back into um, making beer recipes of my own. And um, I, even though I am intimidated with, you know, probably a bigger batch, I just hope that um, obviously where I'm at, I know that the people that I work with are totally going to be on board and helping me to develop and grow as a brewer. So it's all about patience and how I want to take that. So my goal is to be able to start, you know, making my recipes again <laughs> uh yes yeah. yes we're all looking forward to it yeah um if you want to follow her on instagram it's what's it's what, what's your what's your instagram handle uh, forget it danny dukes with one n danny dukes danny dukes like you know daisy that? dukes but instead of daisy danny dukes it's danny dukes danny so follow dukes. her on instagram one of the best follows on there um <laughs> uh if people go visit you at evans brewing how does it how does it work um well once we're open it'll be a lot easier um so hopefully by beginnings of this coming month hopefully um like i said if you already follow me on social media or if you already follow evans brewing company you'll get more of a field of you know upcoming events and dates and whatnot and then you'll see all the info there we're looking forward to it i'm looking forward to going out yeah. there and uh, harassing you, getting some beer <laughs> out of you. Yeah, um, again thank you so much for oh, hosting you. me and, and uh and uh jumping on the podcast today yeah, really awesome. appreciate it oh, thank you um ch- uh, check them out uh what is it evans brewing co and uh we're about to drink maybe hopefully another beer before i head out of here yeah. <laughs> um again thank you and to all of our listeners thank you so much for listening until next week my friends cheers cheers